beautiful soul. Welcome to the Quantum Business Queen podcast. This podcast is a vortex for activating wealth, riches, and boss bitches. It is here that I teach multi-dimensional business. Our content will fall under three different categories, 5D quantum creation, 4D frequency alchemy, and the most potent 3D strategy. Every aspect of business that contributes to the creation of success is covered here. Plus, I will be personally interviewing the most amazing boss bitches that are at the forefront of the game, paving the way for money, magic, and magnetism in business. Let's get ready to activate all of that within you. Welcome to the Quantum Business Queen podcast, where I am here with Lindy, who is the founder of Permanent Jewelry Bestie. Welcome, Lindy. Hi. It is absolutely wonderful to be back. So happy to have you here. Now, Lindy is actually in Australia at the moment, which is super exciting. She's here for the Blow Up Your Brand VIP day that's happening this Saturday, and we are beyond excited pumped. We have been literally chatting since 9 a.m. this morning, everything business, brand, creation, entrepreneurship, and we thought we should bring this conversation to you guys because honestly, there's so much that both of us have been through when it comes to business creation and being out there in the world as an entrepreneur. And again, we're excited to bring these conversations to the VIP day, but also we know not all of you can be there. So we also wanted to bring it to the podcast. So here we are. Hi. Yes, it's happening. It's happening. So what we decided to do was to go back and forth and ask each other questions that are going to spark some really deep conversations around like truly what it takes, like the the good, the bad, the ugly, the things that people don't talk about, the things that we've been through that we often don't reveal because it's not all like roses and butterflies as we, as you guys would know. And we want to talk about that. We want to be raw. We want to be real. And these conversations we feel are badly needed. Absolutely. Okay. So let's, let's just like, we'll do rapid fire, rapid fire entrepreneurship questions. Here we go. You're looking at me like you want me to start. I know that look. <laughs> She's giving me the look. There's a time where I wish podcasts you had a visual. But anyway. Okay. Well, now that I'm on the spot, <laughs> we've been doing this literally all day long. And all of a sudden, I'm at a loss for words. Okay. Let me think about this. Sarah. Shoot. Tell me about a time in your in your journey. Yeah where you have felt the most alone in entrepreneurship. Okay. Wow. Because let's be real. Yeah. Entrepreneurship can be a lonely person's game sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Like lots of stuff is on you. It's on your shoulders. Win, it's on you. Lose is on you. Yeah. And it's a lot of pressure. So so tell me. Okay. This is, um, yeah. I know, I know, I know the answer to this. It's a deep one, actually. I think, I think it was, I think loneliness was a theme in my reality as a whole when I was experiencing loneliness as an entrepreneur. It's, 
it's an interesting one because when you're an entrepreneur, when you run a business, it's you driving the ship. It's you running the show. And this is why I did a, I did actually a workshop on six figure systems. And luckily I had the system set in place. But if you don't know how to set up a business properly and you don't have the systems in place and you're feeling alone, literally everything can fall apart. So I think the loneliest I ever felt as an entrepreneur was when I separated from my husband and moved out on my own and went through some debilitating grief. And I had nothing in me to fuel my the running of my business. It was the loneliest feeling I could. I don't even know if lonely is the right word to describe it. This is where getting, like I said, I say a million times over, having the right people, having a business coach, having the strategies and structures already in place are crucial for a long-term game. If you don't have that set up properly and the foundations laid, this is where people fall apart and businesses collapse and you literally, you, there's, you, you go to a point of no return. So I, I just had, I, I was so lonely that I couldn't even talk to people and tell them I was lonely. Everyone would say, Sarah, why didn't you reach out? Or why didn't you tell me you were going through those things? And it was like, I just had to be in my own energy for some reason. And it was the, again, the moments of trying to pull myself off the kitchen floor, but not being able to like just sustain myself, let alone do a live stream or be there for other people or whatever. But again, it was the things that I had in place that carried me through that. So that was definitely the loneliest, but because I I was prepared, my business was set up right. I have the right people supporting me. I have the right mentors. I had the right business manager. I had everything pre-scheduled. I know myself. I know how to run my business based on my own energetic cycles. I'm still here and things are thriving and it's onward and upward. So that was a very long-winded answer. Oh, that was good. That it, That was really good. How about you? Oh, man. You know, I think that was a great answer. Going to be hard to follow. So I'll just keep it general. Being in the corporate world for so long and running someone else's business and having big teams and a lot of employees, there was always those those right-hand people I had that I could go to after a rough day, you know, a rough a rough sales quarter and commiserate. And when I started to get into entrepreneurship and I was building the business and everything was, everything was in my head and I was not mature enough yet in my business to have the systems in place that you're, like you're describing. And I can remember sitting at my computer at 1 a.m. trying to build something for my business. And I, I all of a sudden just felt so lonely because there was no one to commiserate with. There's no one to celebrate with. And it was like, I am in this, I'm in this by myself. I, I don't have as a solopreneur, I think that's how you say it. Yeah. With no employees or right hand people to go to. In that moment, I was like, do I want to be an entrepreneur? Yeah. Is this even for me? Yeah. Or am I someone that has to surround myself with a team? And I doubted that I was even doing the right thing. And in that moment, I thought, I don't know if this is right for me. Yeah. 
I think I've had a lot of times like that where there's been up and downs in entrepreneurship where I've thought, am I actually cut out for this? Is this actually my personality? Can I actually succeed? And I think it, it, it seriously all goes back to self-doubt because yes, I can be an entrepreneur. No, I do not need employees. That's not what's going to make or break me. I have great friends. I have a great husband. And yeah, it's just, I can remember sitting there thinking, I have literally no one to talk to about this right now. It was like turning to the left and turning to the right and thinking, I need help. And I don't, there's no one to help me. Yeah. There is no one to help me. And you're across the world, right? And I can yeah. reach out to you as well. But I get it. It it can be, it can be a lonely game. Well, that's for sure. I think it's especially lonely when there's so much pressure on you because you are the majority of the breadwinning soul human in your family. And there's that pressure as well to make like, this has to work 1am in the morning. I'm not sure what I'm doing. Is this going to be right? Am I going to be the person to spearhead all of this and make it work? Or yeah, do you revert back to what you know? And Mm -hmm. I think we had this conversation ages ago when you said, when you put yourself outside your comfort zone, you, your mind, your ego automatically puts you in this place of self-preservation. And so you were massively highlighting the things that are dangerous and scary because all your ego wants to do is to keep you safe. And so when you're in this place of being lonely and thinking that it's all on you and the world is rested on your shoulders, it's hard to push through those moments and continue and not back out and not choose safety. Yeah, absolutely. I would say it's just crazy the things that you will conjure up, the things that will be highlighted to you that tell you to stop what you're doing. What sort of things have been that on your journey specifically? Oh my goodness. I was talking to you about this where I have wanted to, had wanted to quit my corporate job for a really long time. Yeah. And and for those I, of you who don't know, Lindy's been there for a long, she's built her career at this company yeah, for a long time. That's my identity. Yeah. It's funny. I actually, before I came to Australia, I let my company know that I would be leaving. I know. It's crazy. And I made that leap. And it was hard. I got tearful in that conversation because I said, this is hard for me to even say because this is my identity. This is who I have been. Yes. For 12 years. Yes. And it took me a while to get to that point. I mean, Hugh and I had so many conversations. I've been considering this for a long time. And I felt like the universe was throwing, throwing things at me left and right that were going to make me quit. And I got so close. I got so close to quitting and a bunch of things just happened in a row. It was like there was a bill, a $20,000 bill that came due yeah. that I did not think was going to come due for probably another four years. Wow. So that popped up. That popped up. Yeah. I was so confident, so confident, like this is it. I'm doing it. I woke up the next day to a text message and a $20,000 bill on my hand. And I was like, well, there goes my entire safety net. Yeah. I have to come up with $20,000. Who in their right mind quits their multi-six figure, safe, 
401k profit sharing corporate job. The morning they get a text saying that they owe $20,000. Yeah. Apparently only crazy people do. But I said, you know what? I know what's happening right now. I'm reading this text message and I'm trying to convince myself to stay safe. Okay, well, these are fool's dreams. Why was I even thinking of doing this? And I started doing the math, right? Like, okay, if I stay and I save this much money at a thousand dollars a paycheck, it'll be this long till I can quit. And I was like, what in the world? No, 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 no. I looked around. I went outside and I'm like, what am I going to do? There happened to be, I just talked to my husband about it. We had a, a toy hauler we have not been using. And I thought, Okay, I'll sell that toy hauler. I went to look up the blue book value. It was the exact value of the amount that I needed to pay. Yep. Immediately got on the horn, called the cleaner, got the trailer cleaned, got it up for sale. And that was the $20,000 and moved on. And I noticed in that moment, It was me looking for safety. I was looking for reasons not to quit my job. And once I started to look for reasons, the signs, I started to realize the universe was giving me just as many signs, if not more, to do the scary thing. Yeah. But I had to choose to look at those. To see it. Yeah. Versus to look at the plethora of things that were telling me not to do it. That frankly, I was conjuring some of them up myself. Of course, as you do. Right. To, to justify the safety. Exactly. Yeah. The absolute self-preservation. Yeah. Like, I'm a bad mom if I quit my job. I'm a bad spouse if I quit my job. This is so risky. And then I was like, you know what? The most I'm ever going to make is 3% more than I'm making right now because I'm on a corporate pay schedule. Wow. Sure, I can get raises and make a bit more, but going out and doing it myself, I am never limited. I don't have to look at myself in the mirror and say, today, Lindy, for the next year, you're only going to make three to five percent more. Hell no. (laughs) I want to make as much as I want. Yep. And once I figured that out, I really wasn't scared anymore. And you you decide your way through it. Like that's the whole theme. It's you decide your way through it. You were deciding and there's, there's actually something it's called in your brain. It's called the reticular activating system. And it's a thing in your brain that causes you to notice things. So like when you decide that you want to get a car and you want to get a red Honda, you see red Hondas everywhere, blah, 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 blah. The same happens. And this is why it's actually super important to have like your visuals, your vision, very visual because your vision will activate the reticular activating system in your brain, it will cause you to notice all the things that will contribute to your vision. However, if you are fixated on safety all the time, on on security all the time, on whatever, you are going to be continuously shown through like neuroscience, the things that are going to need that that will always keep you safe. But those things are going to often be the things that also keep you miserable. Absolutely. So you have to understand psychologically what's actually happening in your mind when you are seeing things and witnessing them in your reality and then giving them meaning. 
Like, oh, this you could have used the $20,000 bill as meaning as to why you need to stay safe. And if you did that, your reticular activating system would have continuously shown you other things, other reasons to continue to stay safe. But you decided not to look at it like that. You decided your way through it. You decided that that's not what I'm going to make this mean. I'm going to choose to make it mean this and I'm going to figure it the fuck out. Exactly. And, you know, talking about visualizing, I, in my office, I just had a bunch of blank walls and I thought, I, I need to, I need to see things that make me know that I am going to succeed. I went and got a big calendar. I have two businesses and I got a big calendar for one of my businesses and I have no events booked yet. So at first, when I put this giant yearly calendar, January through December, and there was nothing written on it, right? That's daunting. Like, oh yeah. my gosh, there's so much yeah. I need to fill. I need to fill the, fill the year with. So instead, what I did was I went through and on every one of the Fridays and Saturdays, I wrote an event and I just made the calendar look full. Really? And I know that sounds crazy, but I used a different color marker. I used blue, so I knew, okay, these these are events that I'm going to get. I will be doing an event. So I knew that I actually hadn't booked something, and I had that weekend <laughs> open. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. And then when I booked something, I turned it red. So then I just kept turning, visualizing this full calendar of events. And it worked brilliantly because I will tell you what, I have had so many events booked in that business that I have actually hired a second team for that business to help me run events because I got so busy. So going from staring at a blank calendar to visualizing I am going to be busy, I am going to be booked out through the rest of the year, absolutely worked. Then on the other wall for my training and coaching business, I got a giant map. And I want to have students all over the world. And so every time I get a student, I go put a pin in the wall of where I have a student. And I have a little piece of paper and I write what the student's name is, a little bit about their story. Because I also want for my students, I want to be very connected with them. If there's an opportunity in their area, I want to be able to look, oh, Texas, I have this student over there. And when I am feeling like, I should quit. I can just swivel around to my map and I see all of the pins in that map. And I, I am just wowed. Like I have students all over the U.S. now. Little old me has created this. I mean, sure. I, and I shouldn't say just me because my husband is very, very helpful. He's amazing. He's, he's amazing. He's helped me create. Yes. He's helped me create the curriculum for my permanent jewelry bestie course as a welder. But let me tell you something about visualizing. So people out there that think vision boards and all of those are silly. They are not. No, they're not. Absolutely not. No. There is something inside of me, deep inside of me, that is so activated when I look at that full calendar and I look at that map with pins of students in it that I cannot replicate. Without looking at those two things. Oh my God. I love that so much, Lindy. That is so cool. You did not tell me that you did that. Oh, I love it. I love it too. 
<laughs> You've inspired me to do that. <laughs> yeah. It, seriously. You think, you think what you're doing is you don't realize what you're doing is big. And then you step back and you look and you're like, wow, I am impacting. I have an impact that is touching the entire world. world. Yeah. Both of us. You're in Australia right now. I am. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Oh, my God. This is such a good conversation. Such a good conversation. What are some of the tools you've used when you're feeling uninspired? Ooh, this is a very systemy question again. Uh, Answer, sorry. Because you will, you are not going to be activated. You are not going to be switched on. You are not going to be inspired. I don't know. It just depends. Like for me, because of everything I've gone through in my separation, it's been hard to find that spark. I'm getting it back for sure. But this is, it's, it's honestly, it's simple systems and the support that you have in place. Because for me, I'm such an energetic person that whenever I create, it needs to be from divine inspiration. It needs to be from a place of being activated. And if it's not, I just can't. That's just not my human design. I just, I just, I just find it very hard. I've definitely had times where I have woke up and thought, I can't, I don't even, I don't want to do this today. Yeah, me too. And I've just been uninspired. Same. Well, where it's crazy because maybe the day before I was, I felt like I'd had 23 cups of coffee and I was going to take over the world and get, and just, I was going to go in and build everyone's businesses for them. And then I wake up the next day and I'm like, yes, I just want to stay in bed. Yeah. Tell me some strategies you used. To keep okay. yourself going or inspired, or maybe you, you're not inspired and you just don't create that day. I don't know. Tell it's me. It's so hard. It's so hard. I'm learning, I'm learning this about myself. So firstly, we're cyclical humans, right? Like we go through cycles, like just like the moon phases, just like the tides, like we have to be okay with allowing ourselves firstly to be in those cycles. Can you tell my husband that? <laughs> <laughs> Don't beat yourself up. Number one is that's the first most important thing. You just don't beat yourself up. What I have learned, and this has been really hard for me because I am an energetic feeler. I have to be activated and on fire. And when I am, I feel it. And I think everyone else feels it as well. And that's when I can deliver really, really well. However, then this is, this goes out to inner people who are especially energetically sensitive when there is resistance. I think a lot of people who are energetically sensitive kind of tend to lean out of the resistance. We interrupt this awesome podcast episode to tell you about my life-changing Quantum Business Academy. If you are ready to take your business to the next levels of abundance and freedom, then you're definitely going to want to hear more. Please don't take my word for it, though. Here is one of our alumni sharing their experience. My time in the QBA was incredibly expansive, very rich and rewarding, and I can't thank Sarah Tynan enough for her wonderful guidance, support and belief, and sometimes when I didn't have that belief in myself, and the wonderful people in the group was really life-changing and a very rewarding experience, so yeah, just expansive and big and bold and brave was wonderful if you want to know more then please head over to my show notes book a call with me or you can message me in dms now let's get back to the podcast when actually 
I have found occasionally when I'm feeling the resistance, but I need to do something anyway. And I lean into the resistance and move through it. Contrary to what I thought would happen, oftentimes my best work comes from it. It's really bizarre. It's really bizarre. I feel uninspired, but I lean into that lack of inspiration and I do it anyways. And miraculously, things come through. Now, I'm not saying to push yourself when you need a break or whatever. And yes, you need to be forgiving because we are cyclical humans. We have, we are just like we are what 90% water or whatever. We go in and out like the tides. And, you know, I have Ariel who supports me in my business and she supports me based on my own human design. So she knows this about me that I will hermit because that's my human design. I need to go in my cave and hermit. So she has a system set up in place for when I have my hermiting periods, but also I have learned to lean into the resistance and, and cut through it and move through it anyways. And contrary to what, however, whatever I would believe about what would come from that, I have produced some amazing work regardless. So Number one, have know yourself, know your energetic cycles, know your human design, build your business around your human design, know if you're going to hermit, know when you're on fire, track your period cycles as well, because that all contributes. In saying that, lean into the resistance and try to cut through it, because oftentimes it feels so counterintuitive, you can pull some really good work from those phases. Mm. That's good. I need to, I need to definitely remember, remember that I feel like when I, something happens in my business and it's the time where I want to lean out like this. Yes. I feel it's in my gut. I don't feel good about it. And it's something that's throwing me off my game or trying to convince me it's not something I should be, should be doing. If I lean out, I feel worse. Correct. I feel worse about it. Yes. It's just eating me up. Yes. So you're right. The times where I'm like, forget it. I'm just going to lean in, get through this, work harder. Yeah. The fact that I was even in that place and made myself want to work harder is helps me produce better results, come up with better ideas. And you're, you're right. Like, you're definitely right. The leaning out, if you, if you run into trouble and you're leaning out, it's gonna, it does, it makes it even it worse. worse. It really does. Yeah. I've, I know. And it feels so counterintuitive because it's like, well, for me, because I'm such an energetic feeler. So it's like, oh, but this doesn't feel aligned or it doesn't feel right or whatever, whatever story you pin on it, but you know, you just lean in regardless because it's necessary because that's what your business requires of you. And it is just bizarre how the best stuff can come from that. I, I've just like whenever if I was to write, like, for example, if I had to write like a blog for a website or whatever that I was contributing to. And there was a deadline. I'm like so uninspired, but I had to do it. And it was like I lent into that resistance so hardcore and something in me just like switched itself on. And all of a sudden I just started pouring content through me to where I wouldn't have tried otherwise because I didn't feel inspired or activated or whatever. But leaning into the resistance sometimes can cause you, maybe it's that pressure diamond thing or whatever, to have that just pour, come through. So try it. I'd love to hear like, you know, what you guys think when you lean into the resistance, when you're not feeling inspired or activated and see what comes of it. Because I think you'll be very surprised. Very surprised. All right. It's your turn. All right. So, Lindy, because you are, you have navigated a very big crossroad in your reality. 
Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, it's everybody's dream to be able to live on their own terms, to have the business that they absolutely love and are super passionate about. And by the way, can I just say it's been so amazing having you here in my home and hearing how freaking passionate you would just, you were just the way you talk about what you're doing. It lights me up to see you so activated by what you're doing. And that's everybody's dream. So what advice would you give people who are trying to make similar decisions that you are navigating in this moment to leave a job that was your whole, not only your whole identity, but it's your security blanket. It's the future that you planned. It's the company that's given you everything for 12 years, Mm -hmm. 12 years. And you've given your 12 years of your life to this organization. This is a big freaking deal. You are at this crossroads right now where you're giving all of this up to navigate your own path. Mm-hmm. So what would you say to people who are considering going down the same path that you're paving at the moment? Well, first, just because you're at a point in your life where you're going to make a change and, and do something different and do your own thing, it, it doesn't mean that everything you did before this moment means nothing. True. You still have to pause and mourn that identity and that life and appreciate it for what it was and what it taught you and where it brought you and start from that place of gratefulness. That's first and foremost, like gratitude. I do not think, oh man, I've been tied down for 12 years. No, I absolutely think this is I am so thankful for all the people I've come across in my life, for everything I've learned in this career, for the connections I've made, for the person it's made me, for the, for the, the, the team members that I've laughed and cried with. And I am going to mourn that person, that identity of who I was and all the people that looked up to me and that I was their go-to person. So starting there from, yes, starting from a place of gratefulness, but it's so easy to be, it's so easy to be terrified. Yeah. And frankly, it is terrifying. Let yourself be terrified for a minute. Yeah. But then, but then stop. Yeah. And stop thinking about your current reality. And that's where I had, I finally got to the place where I wasn't thinking about where I am now. I'm not someone that is new in my business and quitting my security. I am someone that is going to be extremely successful. Yeah, girl. And I just started thinking in, in my future self. Good. Not in a delusional way by any means. It's grounded in, in very real evidence. And I've just dipped my toe in the water and had, and had some success. And I've told, I've talked to you about it. And you're like, girl, you know what to do. Yeah. And then of course you and I have the relationship we have. So I had to go seek some third party, like person that does not know me at all that I chatted with. And they said, based on our last, our, our conversation for the last hour, why are you at your job still? What are you, what are you doing? Like you go light the world on fire. Like you have a plan to do. Yeah. So that is my advice, right? Just mourn, go ahead and mourn the life you had, the person you were, the identity you had, 
appreciate it, start from gratefulness and think about your future self and where you're going to be versus the reality you're in. Don't look at your bank account and think this is what the number is now. Think about what the number is going to be. Oh, yes. That is what has absolutely pushed me through. And that's why I was telling you, like, I am just in this place where the universe is absolutely guiding me to this. Oh, my God. To the point where. Can we tell them the story? Which one? This story? Yes. Yes. So we can. We're going to tell you the story. Okay. This is crazy, guys. So Sarah is my very, what kind of friend would I call you? Sister. (laughs) Sister. Well, that's very presumptuous. <laughs> Sorry. No. Yes. Yes. You are. Yes. We are like sisters, but you know, you're more, what's the word I'm looking for? I feel like you're, you're more in touch with just the realm of this world we're in. I okay. feel like, and I am more in the past. Yeah. I have been more of a linear thinker. Evidence must be yes. right in yes. front of my face. Yes. Well, I've been struggling with this. Should I leave my job? Should I change? What am I going to do? I've started these businesses. I'm dabbling in them. They're showing me massive success to the point where now I'm kind of scared of the success I'm seeing because it means I have to change. Yes. Like, it's a really weird place to be in where you're so successful at something. It scares you and you want to stop being successful in it because it means it's going to rock your entire world and you don't know what your world's going to look like. That's been so secure and the same for the past 12 years. That is scary. That is a very scary place to be in. So that's where I was. And I had been seeing, not realizing I had been seeing 444 all over the darn place. Yeah. Hadn't really paid attention to it. Yeah. Was on a phone call with you. I was really, it was one of those nights where I was really struggling about the success I was seeing and the, and being scared. Not sure if you're going to quit your job and not sure. Like what am I doing? Yeah. What am I thinking? There's people that would die. Yeah. To have my role. Yeah. At your corporation. Corporation. Like would look at me and think, you're crazy. Yeah. Why, why are you, why would you leave that security? Look at the, look at the economy around you. Look at all the evidence around you of why that is the safest place to be. And you don't even have any business to think that you should be doing anything else. Well, I set my cell phone up on my laptop screen. Cell phone. <laughs> so mobile you, phone. Oh, okay. <laughs> you and I are chatting. Yeah. I've got my computer screen up. I have my laptop hooked up to my big computer screen. So I'm doing like the dual monitor thing, right? I set my cell phone up on my laptop. It proceeds to fall onto my keyboard. It sticks the number four. It enters four, four, four. And then I go to grab my phone and I accidentally hit the enter key. Yes. So I have my phone has Googled four, four, four. Yes. And it pops up the meaning of 444 and what your angel number means and what the universe is trying to tell you. Yes. And I was like, yes, okay, this is freaky. This number has been appearing and I've not stopped to take a moment to even understand what this stuff means. Until it was in your face. It had to be literally in my face. The fact that you were conversing with me in that moment, because I am all about that. 
Exactly. I am all, I would have been like, Lindy, pay attention right now. Yes. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, you're my friend that is more in tune with those things in the yeah. universe. And I am more like, what's right in front of me? What's black and white? Let's, yeah. you know, li- like I said, linear thinker. Yeah. And it had to be literally in front of my face on a 25 inch monitor. And I'm like, you know what? Fine. I'll click it. Yes. So I click it and I read it and just this overwhelming feeling comes over me and I am just tears are streaming down my face as I'm reading what it says the meaning is. And my husband comes around the corner and he looks at me and he like mouths because he knows I'm talking to Sarah. Like, are you okay? Yeah, "Yeah, I'm good. I'll tell you, I'll tell you. And I continue to read on. And then I'm messaging Sarah, the things I'm reading and I'm getting more emotional. I mean, I can feel it now. It was the, like I felt it in my soul. Yes. Yes. And I get to the paragraph and it says, I ha I wish I had a literal I don't have it in front of me right now. I wish I had it in front of me, but basically the 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 line was it's okay. The thing that you have been worried about and stressed about there's essentially there's the universe is watching out for you. You're covered with big decisions. You can feel okay to make the big decision you've been wanting to make. That's right. That's exactly what right. Yeah. And yeah. then I read on and it says big decisions. Like if you've been thinking about leaving your job, the universe is telling you that you are all right in your thinking. You can leave your job. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. How? And then the tears are pouring. Yeah. And in that moment is when I decided I am doing it. Oh, yeah, you did. It was that moment. Yeah. And then a couple weekends later, I was at an event for one of my businesses, and it was 9.30 at night. It was dark. I was one of the vendors, and I was one of the last vendors left, and there was a tattoo, a flash tattoo vendor. I have no tattoos on my body. And let me tell you, I can't even hang a picture in my house because I am so <laughs> indecisive. Like, yeah. I can't. I have, I'm telling you, I have no pictures at my house right now. It's true. <laughs> kids. I mean, they're not ogres or anything. I should have some pictures of them on the wall. <laughs> But and it's dark. I go over to the flash tattoo girl and I'm like, I, I wanted to be funny if I just got a tattoo. And I open the book. I open her tattoo book to the. Uh, it, it's no particular place. It's not the first page. It's not the last page. Yeah. It's not the direct middle. It's just a random place I stuck my thumb. Yeah. Open the page four four four. Crazy. I looked at her and I said, "Can you tattoo this on me right now?" And she kind of looked at me like it's dark. <laughs> she was packing up. I said, I have a light. I have an extremely strong light for my business. I'll, I, here, let me go get it. Went over to my booth, got a light, strapped it on a table, laid down, put my wrist down and got my first tattoo right on my wrist that says 444. Never looked back. I have full body chills, Lindy. I'm so proud of you. I love it. It happened. It's real. It's real. The universe has your back. Always. Yeah. And it's always trying to communicate and always trying to guide and support. It's all. Yeah. All right in front of you. Stop looking for signs that you shouldn't because you'll find them. You will. So if you, there's something so powerful in making a conscious decision 
to see signs that you should do something versus you shouldn't. And the moment I told myself, you will look for signs that you should do this. It was like my world was completely different. Oh, I love that. (laughs) I love it. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for sharing. This was such a good conversation. I, you know, if anyone out there is listening and they're thinking they're juggling that nine to five and they're, they, they're seeing a little bit of success and that little bit of success is scaring them because it's going to shake the thing that they've known. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yep. It is. It is. You just have to choose aligned bravery. It's a, it's a brave path. But you have to lean in the the resistance, the fear, the all of it. You just have to lean in. And that's the only way you're going to be able to experience everything that's on the other side of it. Truly. Hmm. All right. Well, I think we're going to end it there. I know we're going to end it there recorded, but I have a feeling we're going to probably talk a little bit more for sure. And if you're coming on Saturday, this is the stuff that we're going to go deep on and the blow up your brand VIP day. Absolutely. All right, you guys, thanks for hanging out. Thank you so much for listening today. Beautiful soul. I hope you got so much gold and were activated in such a way that you could step into your highest timeline of abundance and freedom because it is more than possible for you. If that desire has been planted in your soul, it is so deliberate. If you wouldn't mind, please rate, review, subscribe to this podcast so that we can get this message into the hearts and ears of more amazing light beings across the world. I would love to continue this conversation with you. So feel free to get in touch on Instagram at sarah.tynan.quantumcoach. If you're a Facebook person, you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Sarah Tynan International. And please don't ever forget, if your desire is there, it's because your destiny is there too. You just have to remember who the you are. Bye for now, beautiful.